Hello, my beautiful sweaty queen, and welcome back to the Healthy But Human podcast. My name is Callie Jardine. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so excited you're here. And if you're returning, welcome back, my queen. I'm so pumped to have you back. So today's episode, I'm so excited for you to listen to it. I have a guest on the podcast today. You probably already know her. She's big in the health and wellness space, and she is literally a ray of sunshine. I actually got to meet this girl for the first time a few weeks ago when I was in New York City. I went to do a little work date with one of my really good friends, Mia. We went to the public hotel in Soho, and this girl was there, and we met for the first time, and it was really crazy because I actually listened to her podcast like a little bit under a year ago, and I thought her podcast was so cool, and I was like, this girl's so cool. I want to be friends with her, and fast forward, I met her in person, and we really hit things off, so I'm so pumped for you to meet this girl. Her name is Elena Bloomberg. If you know and listen to her podcast, The Morning Ray, you already know that she's so authentic and so realistic when it comes to health and wellness, which is why I was like, this girl's perfect for the podcast because we like to keep things healthy but human, you know? So in today's episode, we chat all things morning and night routine, and you guys are going to laugh because... When we talk about the night routine, it gets so realistic and so just like relatable. We talk about how we both struggle equally with getting ourselves to bed and how we don't really have a night routine that's always the same. So I really hope that you find some authenticity and this is a really helpful episode if you've especially been experiencing seen a lot of videos on social media that are in the that girl trend that make you feel like you are always having to have this picture perfect morning and night routine. Um, I know that sometimes I posted routine videos, Alana's posted routine videos, and if you only see that five second video, you're going to think our lives are just perfect. But I hope this episode helps show you that even if you see a five second video, that person's life is not perfect and we're all humans and social media is truly a highlight reel. Take from those videos what inspires you and what you want to add into your life, but don't feel like you have to force your life to be the exact same as someone else's routine. So that's what I really hope this episode helps you feel and see today. Um, We also chat things about gut health, struggling with acid reflux, and we chat about anxiety and mental health because, you know, if you listen to my podcast already, Anxiety is something that I have been struggling with recently and it is currently a journey I'm going through and I'm really excited to share some tips and tricks that I've found with you as well as what Alana has found is really helpful as well. So I hope you love this episode. Make sure you give it a nice review. It helps a lot and tag me listening on your hot girl walk or wherever you are listening to this episode. I'm not going to talk too much more just because this episode is already pretty lengthy, filled with so much goodness. I hope you love it and in that regard, let's get into our self-check-in, okay? Our weekly self-check-in. <laughs> I literally almost forgot to do it, and we cannot forget the most important part of the episode. So let's ground ourselves really fast. Let's close our eyes and focus on our breath. So I want you to take a nice inhale through your nose for four counts, nice and slow. And on your exhale, I want you to breathe anything holding you back, any stress, any tension, let it all out of your mouth. One more time, big inhale through your nose, telling yourself one thing you're proud of that you've accomplished in your day so far. And on your exhale, just imagine your breath washing out any insecurities, any limiting beliefs, just let it all out of your body. All right, so on your next breath, I want you to open your eyes or keep them closed, whatever feels best for you to stay relaxed and present. And I want you to think about how you're feeling right now. Are you feeling tense? Are you feeling happy? 
Are you feeling relaxed, at peace? Just focus on it with no judgment. And next up, I want you to ask yourself, what would make today better? What would make today the best day I could possibly have? Maybe it's incorporating a self-care routine, going on a walk, texting a friend, reading a book, just taking a break, doing nothing because we all need rest. Just think about it. And next up, I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 30 minutes? And if you have not, I want you to pause the podcast and just stand up right now, stretch your legs, shake them out, feel the blood flowing through your body and feeling alive. And now I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you haven't, go grab yourself a glass of water, maybe put your lemon juice in it, mint, cucumber, whatever you like in your water, and go take a sip, hydrate your hot bod, and come back to the podcast. All right, next question is I want you to ask yourself, what is one goal I have for this week? What is one thing that I'm going to hold myself accountable to do? Maybe it's walking a little bit more. Maybe it's texting some friends you haven't talked to in a while. Starting that thing that you are afraid of starting. Just think about one goal you have. You can always DM me on Instagram and tell me what your goal is. I will hold you accountable. And our last question before we get into this little chat with Elena is I want you to tell yourself one compliment one thing you love about yourself, it can be outward, inward, maybe it's your confidence, maybe it's your cute outfit you're wearing today. I love it too, even though I can't see it. I know you look amazing. And I want you to just give yourself a nice hug. Feeling the love for your body, no matter how weird it feels, just give yourself a hug, squeeze yourself nice and tight and tell yourself today is a great day. I'm grateful for today. I want you to spread some love into the world and the best way to spread love is to give yourself love first and foremost. So I want you to do something kind for someone else and give give love okay so i hope you're feeling good i hope you're feeling alive and awake and present because now we're going to get into all things routines gut health and anxiety with the queen herself alana bloomberg so without further ado let's get into the episode we have a guest on the podcast is Alana, Alana, Alana Bloomberg from the Morning Rape podcast. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. So go ahead and share whatever you want to share. And I'm so excited because we're actually friends in real life. We met in New York City a few weeks ago and just really hit things off. So I'm so excited she's on the podcast today. Yes. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. So much energy. I love it. Um, I'm Alana or Lan, if you don't know me. I started on Instagram, went to YouTube, then my podcast, then TikTok. I just do everything. I'm based in Toronto. I'm 22 years old. I post a lot of health, wellness, and lifestyle content. Um, I recently graduated from university with marketing and I work as a marketing coordinator at Mutual Friends. And I had the pleasure of meeting Callie in New York when I went there spontaneously for New York Fashion Week. So that was super fun. That was amazing. Um, Okay, so let's just start from square one. What got you into the social media world? Okay, so I grew up watching YouTube like my sister used to bully me for watching YouTube and all I wanted to do because she is eight years older. So like she didn't get it. She didn't she didn't get social media at the time. She had MySpace and Facebook. Those are her like ish and like YouTube was mine. Um, so I grew up watching YouTube like Bethany Moda, um, Lauren Elizabeth, Claudia Saluski, like back when like their names. I don't even know what their names used to be, but then like um, Amanda Steele was like makeup by Mandy 44 or whatever. Like 
that's what I was watching. And I like wanted to start a YouTube channel so bad, but of course my parents did not let me because the internet was a scary place back then. Um, and so I actually only ended up starting in first year of university, like taking my quote unquote Instagram seriously as girls now say. Um, and I made a different account in first year and it was started off very fitness heavy, very much like Gymshark girl vibes, um, like fitness girly, that sort of thing. And it kind of just like took off from there. A bunch of my friends and I like all made different accounts at that time. And I like just hopped on the bandwagon with them. But obviously I had like this passion for social media and sharing my life on the internet that was pre-existing. So I took it a little more seriously and it kind of brought me to where I am today. And yeah, that's like it in a nutshell. So cool. So what's your favorite platform that you're currently on? Okay. I feel like TikTok because as much as like Instagram is my baby, but I feel like it has to be still very curated as much as like casual Instagram as a thing versus like TikTok. Like I can post whatever the heck I want on there. It's kind of like, you know how like in high school you have like, I don't know, we called it Finstas. Some generations called it like spam accounts. I don't know, like where you would just, it was a private Instagram account that only your close friends followed and you posted whatever the heck you want. Like that's what I feel like TikTok is, but public, like literally. Mine was, I defense that it was Kelly.Sardine. <laughs> Mine was the A Ray Biebs because my full name is actually Alana, like Dash Ray. So my yeah. nickname growing up was A Ray. And I've been obsessed with, for, with Justin Bieber for like as long as I can remember. And so my friends would literally call me A Ray Biebs. So like, that's what my handle is. I'm pretty sure my bio is still, um, sorry, Haley he's mine or something <laughs> that is so funny yeah I found my finsta a few weeks ago and I was like what is this like what I wasn't even funny like I, I remember posting I was like I'm so funny this is amazing yes <laughs> <laughs> so fun okay so tell me a little, bit, a little bit more about your TikTok so what kind of I guess what's your day-to-day -day posting types of content look like okay so for the most part my content is morning routines, night routines, predominantly morning, although people have been requesting night routines. So I'm going to start doing that a little bit more. Um, fit checks in the summer. I like to do a lot of running content. So like what I'm wearing to run, like come run with me, like my pre-run, like workout, like warm-up situation. Um, my running like stats because I started running last summer. So I was like sharing my whole journey. Um, but like a lot of like motivational, I guess you could like fit it into like the, that girl aesthetic, but I want to say it's like that girl meets Emma Chamberlain, like casual aesthetic, because yes, like some of my stuff is like white and like clean aesthetic and like, like very like aesthetic like appealing vibes yeah. but I feel like it's still like realistic because my life isn't super aesthetic by any means and I don't always have perfect lighting so that's where like the Emma Chamberlain like casual vibes comes in but very like motivational grew a lot of my following from like my 6 a.m morning routines I am that freak that wakes up at like 6 30 a.m so I share a lot of that content and I love watching it so whatever I notice I like watching I start creating so like the fit checks or the get readies with me or like the little vlogs stuff like that like whatever I see I'll start doing myself I love that I love your content it's so good it's so fun to watch yeah so tell me then in terms of staying consistent with it do you ever struggle to want to pull out the camera and record every single step of your routine or how does what does that look like for you 
I feel like some days I'm like, oh, like I don't want to like pick up my camera. Like I want to just like be able to do whatever I need to do without like having my phone or setting it up on the tripod, you know? Um, so some days like it does like get a bit annoying and that's when I lean into my other content. So say I don't really feel like filming like a super like intense like morning routine or editing it then I'll do like a fit check and I literally just put my phone down in the street I pick a fun sound and I walk back and I show my outfit like it's really not that hard or I'll just like turn on the camera and just like point out different things in my outfit or sometimes this content always ends up doing really well I'll just like record myself saying something that's like on my mind and then just post it and I think that's the beauty of TikTok is like, yes, you can have your niche and yes, you can have a certain type of content that you really like putting out and your followers really like and the algorithm really likes. But at the same time, you don't have to be so strapped in to one thing like there. You don't have to niche down anymore. You you are your own niche, like all your interests are your niche. So whatever Alana likes, that's Alana's niche. And all the people that like certain different things are going to be attracted to her. Same with you, Callie. Like if anyone like all the things that Callie likes, that, that's a niche in itself. Oh, my Alexa just went off. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just like, yeah. I lean into different areas and I feel like that's what helps me stay consistent because I know that I don't have to post the same exact thing every single day in order to connect with my audience. That's such a great way to look at it. And I definitely feel like if anyone listening is starting their own platform, Something I always see on those, I don't know if you get this all the time on your For You page, but I always see the social media like strategy people and it's just so consistently saying, find your niche, find your niche. And I agree, it used to be like that, but now it's so different. It's like, you're going to burn out if you just force yourself into a box. You have to be able to really expand and do what feels authentic to you. And Mm -hmm. it just makes it more fun. Like TikTok should be really fun. And yeah, your content's awesome. I love it. So, okay, tell me then about your routine since you're so known (laughs) for your super early routine. Okay, what, first of all, makes you want to wake up at 6.30 in the morning? Okay, little backstory on who I am and why I'm the way I am. Why I am the way I am. My mom was an early bird. I was an early bird growing up. I forced myself to sleep in in high school because all my friends were sleeping in. And the latest I could sleep in was 11. And it was never straight through. Like I would always like wake up at like seven and go back to bed or wake up at eight and go back to bed. Like I could not just like sleep in unless I went to bed extremely late then because like obviously like the hours get pushed. Um, But I've always been an early bird. And I kept seeing all like these early morning routines and all these people, especially I was like really into Kenzie Elizabeth when I started waking up earlier and she was waking up at 5 a.m. Not my cup of tea. That's that's too early. But like 6, 630, like on a consistent day, like consistently is like good for me. Um, I was just like so inspired by how she felt and how all these other people that I was seeing waking up early, how they were feeling. And it wasn't that much earlier than what I was waking up before because I was waking up at like what seven seven thirty um so I started waking up earlier it was like in depths of lockdown so it's not like I had much else to do um and I like the challenge I've always been someone that when I decide I want to do something I do it and I go through with it very disciplined so I started to do this I did a 21 day challenge with myself my friend was also like hosting like this like 21 day challenge thing like we had accountability groups and that's kind of how I built the habit 
but I noticed how much I looked forward to my mornings because I kind of had this like hour or two hours of the day where no one could really bother me. The sun wasn't really up because it was like dark. I started doing like fall, winter. Um, and then like earlier, I really liked seeing the sun like rise and everything. And I felt super productive because I got my whole morning routine done before the whole day started. And I didn't have to start my day like halfway through because my morning routine took so long. Um, so I just really became obsessed with the feeling of like waking up early and being ahead of everyone else. Um, it's a really like satisfying feeling to me because you just feel super productive and you feel like you can conquer anything. And yes, at first, like you have a lot of energy crashes throughout the day because your body is adjusting to being up like at a different hour and whatnot, but I really liked it, but into my routine a little bit. I've always been very routine oriented. Like growing up, I always had a routine. Um, it was never like one day I woke up and it's like, I'm going to do all these million one steps in my routine. Like I'm going to journal, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to make a breakfast. I'm going to like, I don't know, all these different things. It wasn't like that. It definitely was something more gradual and slowly. And that's what everyone always suggests. Like if you want to change your lifestyle, you have to add in good habits like weekly or like day by day, whatever it is, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So I've always like kind of had some of these habits and over the years I've added like a few different things in, but typically like my non-negotiables in my morning routine is I always have to make my bed. I will always brush my teeth and wash my face or at least like rinse it off. Um, a little bit of light makeup always, sometimes obviously like more makeup if I feel like it. And then put my clothes on. I like to move in the morning in some way, shape or form, whether it be a stretch, a walk, a like intense workout, whatever it is. I like to move in some sort of way. And then I try to journal. I've been like in and out of journaling recently, but I'll try to journal. I like my five minute journal and I like to have breakfast. Um, if I work out, I'll shower in the morning. If not, I'll shower at night, but those are like my non-negotiables. That's Amazing. I definitely, my routine like is honestly really similar too. Um, but I totally feel that on being a morning person and feeling like no one can bother you and you're kind of ahead of the game. I've actually been really struggling <laughs> recently with sleeping in, which I've never done in my entire life. Cause I also have only been able to sleep in until like 10 AM. And then recently I've been sleeping in until like 11 and I feel like my entire day is gone because the morning's like my favorite part of the day. So I totally feel you on that. In terms of the like the nights when you either go out or you stay up super late, do you still wake up at 6.30 regardless or? No, no. How, no, no. how, how do you combat like <laughs> that guilt feel? Like do you get like a guilt feeling when you sleep in? No, because I think I've built such a healthy relationship with like myself and my routines that I know that one day isn't going to like, it's just like a little blip. Like your life is like so much bigger than just like that one day or that weekend or maybe that week. Um, I also know that like my body needs rest. My goal with sleep is to always get around seven to eight. My listeners on my podcast know I don't always get that. I sometimes <laughs> average around five to six and my friends like to lecture me. Um, but this week I've been really good. I've been really good. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> so I just know that like rest is like number one to me. If I'm working out the amount that I'm doing, like I need to sleep. My body needs time to recover and detox and do whatever it does when you sleep. Um, so no, I don't feel guilt. I 
used to because I but it was more so like FOMO of like my morning routine because I missed it. But I'd also know that I get there's another day. And thankfully there is another day and I get to do that again. So no, I wouldn't say I feel guilty, but I just let myself sleep in. For me, sleeping in is probably like eight or nine. <laughs> so Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love. especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25 Cali. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's kind of what I've been doing because at first I felt super guilty about it, but then I was like, okay, obviously my body is needing this extra sleep for a reason. Maybe it's because I've been traveling so much and I'm so tired. But yeah, you just have to be so nice to yourself about it because there's always another day and you can still do a routine even if you sleep in past like two hours past your alarm. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. No, it's totally okay. So, okay, when you're, so you travel, we were talking right before I pressed record about how we both travel a lot. Um, When you travel, how do you keep some sort of consistency with your routine, if any? So I'll do like traveling like to a city versus like traveling to like a resort, like in a tropical destination, because I've done both. Um, When I'm like, on like a vacation that like vacation to me is like going to like Mexico or like somewhere tropical and staying at like an all-inclusive sort of resort um I usually like pretty much like maintain my routine or I find a routine that works for me there so when I was in Jamaica my mom wakes up really early so she woke me up at around like she was my alarm clock she woke me up at like 6 15 and then I would get up I would change and then I would go on a run and then I would meet her for breakfast at around 7 a.m. I would after breakfast I'd go back to the hotel room put my bathing suit on and then go to the pool and that was my routine. When I was in York we picked up a different routine so we got up around like 7 obviously like we're not waking up at 6 30 like I'm not going to make my friends wake up super early with me um we got up around like 7 7 30 we got ready we went on a walk we grabbed some coffee we grabbed some breakfast and then we'd come back to the hotel room change and then go to wherever we needed to go for that day I think it's all about being like really flexible and I think that's what the pandemic taught me as much as like we got really ingrained into our routines, like once we were kind of settled in the pandemic, but there were always like things that were changing, like new restrictions, lock, especially here in Ontario, like we went in and out of lockdown so many times, restrictions added, restrictions removed. Like we just, as of yesterday, there's no more mask mandate, which is like insane. Um, but like, cause like, it's literally been like, we were calling Ontario like on terrible because we were in <laughs> lockdown, like in January, like still in lockdown like like crazy like in and out like it was like insane and I think that taught me how to be like super agile and flexible with my routines because I went from having gyms available to gyms not being available to having to work in my apartment to not being able to work out outside because it was literally like negative 20 degrees celsius which is really really cold um so I think it's really important to just like it's great to have a routine, but it's also really healthy and important to learn how to be flexible in your routines and find what your routine is in that new place that you're traveling. So I'm going to California soon. My routine is going to be different probably than it was in New York. California isn't as walkable as New York is. So obviously mm-hmm. it's going to look a little different, but just like finding a way to ground yourself. Routines are there to ground you and provide some sort of normal normalcy normal I can't say that word (laughs) normalcy yes (laughs) that thank you um in your life and in your day-to-day so just like 
figure out like what's a non-negotiable for you. For me, I love moving in the morning. So obviously you can see that's consistent. In New York, we went on a walk to go grab coffee. In Jamaica, I went on a run in the morning before breakfast. And at home, I like to move in some sort of way, whether it be a stretch, a walk or workout. So figure out what your non-negotiables are and see how they can fit into wherever you are at in the world. That is such a great way to phrase it. I love that morning routines are grounding because I mean, some people aren't even routine people and they don't like having like a step-by-step routine they follow every day. And like, that's totally fine. It's more of finding, like, I like to think of it as start your day for yourself, do something that makes you feel like the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. in the day. So for you, it's movement. For me, it's also movement. I either do Pilates or I go on a walk as well. Just something to get my body up and feeling good. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's just such a great way to look at it. And okay, wait, side note, where are you going in California? Okay, so in April, I'm going first to Scottsdale with Trin and Kaylee. And then, so we're there for two days. Yeah, two days. And then, or maybe it's three, three days. fourth to the sixth my math is um and then we're going to like LA like I don't know like where in LA yet we haven't decided we're like negotiating hotels and whatnot yeah and then we're gonna go to Laguna we're going to Laguna for the first day that we're there like we're gonna go for a night and then come back to LA and then stay there for the rest of the week um all I know is our last night in LA will be in West Hollywood at the one hotel for like we're going to ball it out on the last night. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so fun. We have a one hotel in Miami. It's like my favorite hotel ever. It's so beautiful. I think it's the same same company, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's one in Miami. There's also one in Toronto that's literally like down the street from me. Really? I love. I've stayed there um once and I go like to the restaurants quite a bit, but it's beautiful, like beyond stunning. They also have one in Cabo, Mexico. Um Ooh which is stunning. That's gonna be so fun. I'm so excited for you. I love I was in LA like last spring. And it was such a fun trip. I love it. I'm so excited. Fun. Okay, so that's the morning routine. So tell me about your night routine. Since everyone's been asking you to post your night routine. Um. Okay, so wait, first of all, before we get into that, though. So are you like, do you are you like super social like do you like to go out do you like to go to dinners at night like what does your night look like in terms of how busy it is before you have a routine okay so it really depends I have ironically become more social in the pandemic <laughs> I feel like everyone else is the opposite but says I'm no really one like, I, I don't know. I don't know what, like, happened to me. Maybe it's because I started therapy in the pandemic and, like, I healed. Like, I don't know. But <laughs> I grew up being really shy and, like, super introverted. And as I've gotten older, I've become, like, much more of an extroverted introvert. Um, So I recharge both ways. So some nights it's literally just, like, me doing, like, work for, like, my own stuff. Because obviously I worked a nine to five. So I have to do my stuff outside of work hours. So sometimes it's, like, doing work. Sometimes it's literally just like watching a movie or sometimes I'm going out for drinks with a friend or on a date. I'm single, so I'm going on dates Um, or I'm going out with friends or me and my friend Audrey like to make dinner a lot together. So at least like one day in the week, whether it be a weekday or on the weekend, we'll get together and sometimes I go to her. Sometimes she comes to me. So it really depends. Um, 
the thing about my night routine is I don't really have a routine and that's why it's really hard for me to film because it's different every night and a lot of the times I procrastinate before bed I'm the biggest procrastinator ever and my mother used to always yell at me because she'd be like Lana you need to go to bed but like I just would procrastinate either by watching YouTube or playing another episode of whatever I'm watching on Netflix or just like mindlessly scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or whatever the heck I'm doing on my phone because my screen time is like through the roof. Um, <laughs> Literally same. <laughs> the night routine does not exist. Like the limit does not exist. The night routine does not exist. <laughs> it's like wash face, brush teeth, go to bed. <laughs> literally that's all that happens like I used to read before bed guys I've been really bad I have not read before bed um sometimes I do the second half of my five minute journal before bed half the time it does not happen I never did it I like never happens half the time I do it in the morning and then I go into the other it just doesn't work um but I always make sure I wash my face and take my makeup off before bed girls please do this like just please, please For the the health of your skin, wash your face. Even if you're like, even if you're so drunk and you can't function. I'm the girl that always in like peak university going out party girl, Lanny. Like I was still taking off. I did full skincare. I have like a full skincare routine. I'm like, my whole world is like wobbling. And I'm like, no, I'm going to scrub it all off. And I wake up and there's still mascara under my eye. we tried that's that's the important it's the effort that matters (laughs) yes yes so I guess you could say my night routine is I take all my vitamins that I forgot to take in the morning (laughs) most importantly my magnesium I take that at night um and then I put on my pajamas which consists of a massive t-shirt and underwear that is all um and then I take my makeup and my contacts out and slash off I wash my face. I brush my teeth. Um, I put a shit ton of moisturizer on my face. I don't slug. I'm very sorry if you're offended. I don't slug. Um, but I do put a lot of like moisturizer and like oil and whatever. I guess that's kind of slugging, but not really. Um, and then I like to sleep with my hair tied up. It cannot be down. I just can't do it. So it has to be tied back. So I use most of the time, unless I can't find it because I throw them all over my bedroom, but the silk slip scrunchies, I do that to tie my hair and on a good night, which has not happened in a really long time. I will try (laughs) read and put my phone away and try read like for like 30 ish minutes or until I like can't keep my eyes open. Um, I like to read on my iPad. I set it to night mode. So it's like yellow. And then I put it on dark mode. So that the paper is black with white font. And I literally read with no lights on because it's like on my iPad. Um, when I used to read and then I go to bed. <laughs> oh, and I have to sleep on my left side because my windows are to the right of me and I can't close them fully because I have this little like glass, like timer thing so my blinds don't go all the way down and the neighbors across from me like to keep their lights on at all hours so I have to face (laughs) to the left which also I got into the habit in my like really like restrictive phase because apparently if you lie on your left side your digestion is better so I convinced myself (laughs) that I have to sleep on my left hand side it actually is it's like basically it's like you're <laughs> something in your gut 
prevents um this is like literally so not scientific how i'm saying this but basically <laughs> somehow like the like the acid in your stomach like doesn't rise um like as or like it doesn't like if you're on the right side like something opens that allows like the like acid to like come out so you have more like acid reflux if you struggle with that like i I've, did i did used to struggle with that maybe that's my life maybe, maybe you solved your problem i mean i have acid reflux and i haven't really noticed a difference <laughs> but i don't know that's like a whole other theory but that's i try to sleep on my left side too if possible i, I can I, give you some um hot girly tips on how to heal your acid reflux because yes. i somehow did it i was a slave to gaviscon and tums like it was bad <laughs> okay tell me i want to i want to hear the okay tips. okay okay disclaimer i'm not a doctor this is also like very like holistic nutrition-esque but it works it works clearly i don't get acid reflux unless i have like really greasy food or i drank the alcohol too quickly like <laughs> <laughs> okay you're gonna need three things in your life actually two things two things okay I might but butcher how you're supposed to say it because knowing you just only read things. Okay. The first thing is L-glutamine. Um, you can either get this in a pill form. I recommend in a powder. If you're a smoothie girly, you put in your smoothie. Literally just like a scoop of the L-glutamine powder. You can buy it on Amazon. It really does not matter what brand you get. Like, just buy whichever one. I mean, you can like look into like better ones, but like it really doesn't matter. Put it into your smoothie or if you want, you can literally just put it in like water and like just like chug it back. Um, but L-glutamine helps smooth your gut lining. So it helps like prevent with any like the acid coming up and it will help with any irritation. And over time, like at first it will just like create a barrier, but over time it will actually heal the gut. And the same thing, I also recommend slippery elm. So slippery elm, you can either get in a powder. I took it as a pill form because I'm like, I'm not doing a million one powders. Um, that also has the same effect. So they're both like anti-inflammatory and gut healing and incorporating those two into my diet and taking them on a daily basis. Now I don't take them as often because I don't need to anymore, but literally a lot of my food sensitivities are gone. No I used way. to not be able to eat an apple without my stomach blowing up. I used to not be able to have cooked peppers, onion, or garlic without my stomach looking like I was pregnant um, and it being like painful. Um, and I used to have really bad acid reflux after every meal. Like I was literally before having celery juice was the only thing that helped my acid reflux. And I would have a celery juice every single day. But this like was really like the long-term solution. Like I rarely get acid reflux anymore. Wow, that's I've I've heard of L glutamine. I think that's how you say it, but I've never heard of slippery elm. So I'm definitely gonna look into that. That's super good to know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, there was, there was something someone recommended. It was, um, and I've been doing this as well. It's helped a little bit. It's digestive papaya enzymes. Yes. Those after, help too. Yeah. And then grapefruit seed. 
I haven't, haven't heard of that one. I haven't been like consistent enough with it, but I bought it. <laughs> so I'll have to like test it out and see if it helps. Cause I, I'm friends with this guy and he was like, I literally swear by these two things. So maybe if we put the whole combo pack together, it's yes. like solution. But maybe. That's, really, that's really good to know. Okay. So tell me more about your, so you struggled with gut health stuff for a while. Okay. So wait, tell me about your journey with that. Yeah. So a little backstory on like my like health and everything. So my mom has Crohn's. So that is um, intestinal. It's a, it's like IBS or IBD, one of the two. Um, So Crohn's is like really bad. And so she's always had like a really bad stomach and she's like had surgery for her Crohn's and she's been on like medication for it her whole life. And when I was younger, I always had like stomach sensitivities, like lactose intolerant, like all these different things. My sister was diagnosed with IBS. So less severe, definitely like a blanket term for stomach issues because the doctors don't want to do like further testing, whatever. Um, And in second year, I discovered this beautiful thing in sarcasm called food combining. And I, as I said, when I decide I want to do something, I do it full force. So obviously I stuck to all the rules of food combining. Now food combining may work for some people. It did not work for me. I do not recommend even trying it or going near it in my opinion, but obviously speak to your doctor. And it caused me to have a lot of fiber in my diet. And with someone who already has a sensitive stomach to begin with, when you have too much fiber in abundance, you can only expect that the worst tends to happen. So you basically have picture like a cup and picture it about like a quarter full. There's always like that much amount of fiber in your system. When you add the fiber, it obviously fills up. And then as it breaks down, it goes back down to the quarter amount. But if you start to overload your system, the cup overflows and it can't really go back down because it's too overwhelmed. So I started to experience extreme, extreme bloating constant. Like, you know how like sometimes you like eat a big meal, you go to bed bloated and you wake up the next morning and it's like pretty much like you have like your quote unquote morning skinny. I did not experience a morning skinny. Like my bloating just like permanently stayed there and it would get worse throughout the day. Go down a little bit in the morning, but I literally looked pregnant. Like my mom, like never comments on my body. She's like, are you okay? I could not wear pants. It that's how painful it was. So I started to develop like IBS symptoms and I had to go to my doctor who referred me to a dietitian and I did a low fog map diet, which I only recommend doing under the direction of a medical professional because it's a very intense diet. And if you don't do it properly, you can really lose a lot of nutrients. Um, so I had to do the low FODMAP diet and that was like the process of starting to repair my gut health. This, um, food combining diet, like really messed with my gut. Um, it made like things a lot worse than it was before. And it really like brought up like the IBS symptoms. Um, so for those not familiar with like a low FODMAP diet, um, FODMAPs are like in food. I don't exactly remember because it's been so long, but normally like foods that are high in FODMAPs typically are the foods that give a lot of people like irritation when eating. So for example, like apples and avocado, any like super like fibrous food is most likely like a high FODMAP food. And so essentially with this diet, you eliminate all the high FODMAPs and then you slowly integrate them back in. It's an elimination diet. 
So you figure out what like your triggers are. And so for me, it used to be like apples, um, bell peppers, but only when they were cooked, garlic, onion, um, asparagus and green beans, asparagus and green beans. I still can't really have. Um, and some things like you just can't always reintegrate, Mm -hmm. but that's like what like started me, led me to like really care about my gut health and look for solutions. So that's like when I started to incorporate like the L-glutamine, cause I was also suffering from acid reflux as a result of like all of this. So incorporating the L-glutamine and slippery elm. And I did a lot of research into holistic, um, health methods. And that's what led me to that. And honestly, the one grateful takeaway from food combining is that it led me to holistic nutrition. And I became a lot more interested in wellness as a whole, opposed to just like fitness and diet culture. Um, it really became not just like fitness, like your body. It was like mind, body, soul, like everything together. It led me to care a lot about my mental health and everything. So I'm very appreciative of where it led me. Would I wish it upon anyone? No. Yeah. Like the bad things, the good things. Yes. Not it's, the bad things. it's really crazy how, first of all, thanks for sharing that. Um, it's really crazy how like I've struggled with gut health a lot of my life as well and it's not food combining that caused it but for me it was doing keto for a few months I'm extremely dairy sensitive and it gave me really bad IBS symptoms and I thought I had IBS for a really long time I was never I never like confirmed I had it or I didn't have Mm -hmm. it but it was like during that time, that's what really brought me also to holistic health and wellness because I was like, why is like nothing helping me? And Mm -hmm. I realized the power of what you're eating and putting it into your body. Um, And there's really no like one size fits all for eating too. And that's something that I've also learned from just trying different diets throughout my life, how it can do so much more harm than good. Um, But yeah, like going on to mental health too, it's crazy how much the gut impacts your mental health. And I don't know if Mm -hmm. you felt this through your journey or not as you healed your gut, but have you felt like since your gut's healed that your mental health has improved at all? I think like the two and two go hand together. So I struggle with anxiety a lot. So I even notice like on days where I'm more anxious, in the past, I used to be an emotional eater and I would overeat. I wouldn't say I would binge, but I would definitely overeat and like go to food for comfort. And now my anxiety leads me to have no appetite. If I, once I discover something that like seems appealing to me, I will eat like a normal amount, but unless like I realize or I start to feel really weak, I like have no appetite to eat. So like there definitely is like a mind gut connection But yes, I feel like I used to experience a lot of brain fog a lot of the times and I would have like all these dramatic mood swings. I really think it also impacts like your hormones. Um, I feel like once I started to take better care of my body overall, especially like focusing on my gut health, like my mood and like the way that I like my outlook on life changed a lot more because I was really like nourishing my body. Yeah. That's amazing. So in terms of anxiety now, I also struggle with anxiety. (laughs) I started going to therapy and it's been like amazing. How, so tell me about how you help or not help when, when you're struggling with anxiety, what are some different ways that you help make it a little bit less intense? So I think it's really important to figure out what the trigger is. So for me, sometimes it's really hard to figure out what the trigger is. 
especially on my own. Um, I try to figure it out through journaling, like literally just writing a mind dump and like working it through or talking it out with my mom or my friends. Um, my friend, Audrey, cause I was really anxious this weekend. I was talking to her cause I kept having nightmares. I was having these anxious nightmares and we were trying to dissect, dissect, dissect. Oh my God. <laughs> Decipher my dream because that's what me and my friends do. I love that. But, um, we realized that it has a lot to do with like, right now I'm in the process of looking for apartments and I'm moving. And obviously like a lot of my life is like up in the air. Like I don't know exactly what the next few months of my life are looking like. So that's like a trigger of anxiety. So the number one tip is to figure out what your trigger is, because if you can figure out the trigger, you can figure out what the root of the problem is and you can work from there. It's really hard to fix something if you're going in blinded. Um, so first thing, try to figure out try to figure out what your trigger is. If you can't, sometimes it takes time, um, really lean into grounding techniques. So I love to journal. I love to do square breathing. So that's when you inhale for four or eight. I like to do four. I feel like eight is too long. Inhale for four, hold at the top for four, exhale for four, hold at the bottom for four. And you can do that as many times as you want. Another grounding technique is to find things in fives. Um, you can either just like simply find five things in your space and point them out that are familiar to you. So my computer, my picture of a drawing of a girl, my mirror, the floor, a tripod. I think that's five. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but just like find like five things. Cause like you will, those are five familiar things to you and they can ground you. Um, going to therapy regularly. I find a lot of people only like to seek therapy when they feel they are in a low. Well, the way to prevent you constantly going into these lows or having these breakdowns is if you are making sure to continually fine tune things. It's the same way how you take a car to get serviced. You don't wait. I'd hope not until your car is like breaking down on the side of the road and isn't moving and all these things are wrong and all the lights are on. You go every six months. I don't know. I don't really own a car, but <laughs> you go like every say six months to just like fine tune the car and make sure everything's okay. Or like, even like when you get into the car each time, like you make sure like you have wind, wheel, winch. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it's the end of the day and I can't speak, but you make sure that you have gas and that like your car is running right. Right. So the same thing with like your brain, like you don't want to leave things for too long. I used to do this. I used to push all my feelings down underneath the rug. Like I just keep pushing them down. And eventually this would happen like three times a year. I would have a breakdown because it finally all came up. Like it, you can only push it down so far. Your body sh holds on to anxieties physically and emotionally. So I think it's really important if you are able to access a therapist or someone or some sort of mental health service, um, on a consistent basis, it's so important, whether it's weekly, whether it's bi-weekly, whether it's once a month, maybe it's once every two months. For me, it's normally like every two to three weeks I go to my therapist. And even though sometimes I feel like I don't have anything in specific to talk to her about, being able to bounce things off and hear your own thoughts out loud really helps. And they can kind of help provide a perspective, obviously a professional perspective of why you might be thinking the way, or they can pick up on your language and the way you talk about it, certain things that can give you underlying reasonings as to why you may be anxious or maybe like why you have depressive tendencies and different things. 
um, talking to someone really helps. Yeah. Movement is really important as well. And I'm sure you can speak on this a lot, Pally. Like movement is my way of coping. Like when I was really anxious, I literally walked almost 10 kilometers this weekend. I walked from Midtown to downtown where I live. <laughs> literally same. That's what I do. Hot girl walk. Yes. <laughs> I went on a two-hour walk in the rain because I was so anxious. <laughs> I was like, I look like a psychopath right now. <laughs> yes, I've done that too. The I've things we do. The things we do. But okay, so... I wanted to like quickly pop in on the therapy thing because I had therapy today <laughs> and I what I really love specifically about um, my therapist I go to is she actually sends me worksheets to do that are kind of like journal prompt sort of style stuff and she'll send it to me while we're having the session and then if I'm talking about something and she can tell that I have like a really intense emotional connection to it she'll stop me and do like a visualization technique or an exercise so it's like even if you don't really have something so that you think is so dramatic in your life is mm-hmm. affecting you like your therapist is gonna dig and dig and find something and then work on it with you and it's like the most refreshing thing just feeling like you have a support system behind you someone you can tell literally anything to and they are like they're legally bound to not sharing your information mm-hmm. with anyone else so it's like secret is safe with them and there's no judgment it's just like really I like love it I just got back into therapy and I'm like obsessed with it again so I yeah it's the most helpful thing ever I love it yes and if to anyone who's listening who's like therapy isn't for me finding a therapist is like dating to find a partner the first one isn't always going to be it and maybe they're it for a while and then like you need a new therapist it's the same way like you're trying you need to try them on for size I was very lucky that like the therapist that I chose when I wanted to start going to therapy again was the right fit but I've been to therapists before where I felt like I couldn't be honest and I couldn't be vulnerable with them. And I caught myself like lying, saying that I was okay when I really wasn't. Yeah. So if it takes you a few tries, that's totally cool. There's so many amazing platforms that give you so much more accessibility to therapy, like BetterHelp and Talkspace, to name a few. Um, I'm sure you know of them. If you listen to podcasts, you hear all the ads for them, but they really are amazing. And they're also discounted to my knowledge. And a lot of podcast hosts have coupon codes, so you can save even more. You get like a discount on your first month or something. Um, And I know like even in Ontario, I'm not sure like where else, but there are services provided that are free of cost entirely. Um, University, college, high school, middle school, they offer counseling for free or at low cost. Um, So there's so many different places where you can find help that fits within your budget because I know that it can be expensive and I'm very grateful that I'm able to afford it. And I'm sure you are as well, Callie. Um, It's like, I always talk about this with my friends. To me, it's kind of crazy how therapy is a luxury in a way, but it's definitely a thing. If you look hard enough, you can totally find where it is affordable for you. I use BetterHelp. Um, I got a discount through someone. I listened to their podcast and (laughs) it's, it's like 70 a session, which to me, it's worth it because it's like, yeah, 70 a session will add up, but it's like, if your mental health is not good, your entire life's affected, everyone around you's affected. And it's like, I would rather invest in myself than invest in a new outfit and feel Mm -hmm. really shitty on the inside and hate how I am and hate my life wearing that outfit. It's like, 
it just makes a lot more sense to me to invest in how you're feeling versus external things. If you're having to decide between something, that's how I look at it. And I also know too, Teladoc, a lot of companies offer free therapy through Teladoc. When I was working at a PR agency before, I was getting three free therapy and it was it was great. So yeah, definitely recommend to anyone listening. Amazing. Okay, well, to finish off our little chat, is there anything else that you want to just touch on about anything that is like my podcast is called healthy but human so anything that's it's like has to do with being healthy but you're still being a human and you're not always perfect like it can be about fitness or anything in general um I just want to like give a little piece of like advice I feel like online especially with like the that girl trend productivity is like pushed beyond and like you're told that you have to be doing a million one things in your morning routine and throughout your day in terms of like work or school in order to be like accepted or to be good enough when that's really not the case. A lot of those routines are seconds of someone's day and they're not every Wednesday and not every single day looks like that. And you need to give yourself grace for when your days aren't as productive as you wanted them to be or as efficient as you wanted them to be. Everyone is on their own path. There's no finish line that you all have to cross at the same time. I feel like it's really easy to get caught up in like being at the right place at the right time and like doing things in the right order and all that. Like you go to school, you graduate from high school, then you go to university for four years and then you graduate from university and then you get a job in a corporate firm and you work like nine to five. You don't have to do it like that. You can do an extra year of high school. You can take six years to university, that's not going to make you more or less successful than the next person. It's not, doesn't mean you're smarter or dumber or not as intelligent, whatever, than the other person. My marketing professor, this is like what gave me the wake up call because for so long, I was like, I have to do this, this, and this, in this order. And it can only take this amount of time because that's how everyone was in like my social community that I grew up in. She took six years to do her undergrad And she was the most brilliant person I've ever met. And the benefit of her taking longer to do her undergrad is that she was able to one, work while doing school and get experience. She was able to have higher up positions in school societies and clubs and things and get really good experience, like managing large sums of monies and budgets for like fundraising events or taking leadership roles, which really made her stand out in the end when applying for other jobs and doing other things. So just know that like there is no rush. There is no benefit in comparing yourself to your peers or to what you perceive your future self to be or what your past self expected of you. Just like take every day, day by day and know that everything will work out for you as it should. Yes, that like mic drop. It's amazing. (laughs) And I can just add on to that. It's like for my current experience wait how old are you i'm 22. so okay so did you just graduate college like a year ago so i finished a semester late but yes i just graduated okay so i graduated last may so like almost a year ago and i can really attest to this like I thought I was going to be working in corporate for much longer than I am. And I was, I didn't want to, I wanted to graduate college and immediately have my own business. I was an entrepreneurship minor. I just like, I wanted to not go down that path. And I felt to me like a failure if I got a a full-time job. 
And I ended up getting a full-time job because my business wasn't quite where it was supposed to be to support me fully. And I felt really, I was really hard on myself for so long about it. And I was just like, I don't understand why this is my timeline. And I'm not even joking, like in January, so many doors opened at the right time for me to be able to be working full-time for myself now. And yeah, it's not all like rainbows and sunshine every day, but I can fully say it's like, you just have to trust that you are in the right place, that the universe, God, whatever you believe in has your back and is going to be taking care of you. And all you can do is control your present moment how you're spreading love into the world, how you're responding to people, choices you're making, because like it's all going to work out. And so many things have happened for me, at least, that I would never have even been able mm-hmm. to imagine, like amazing opportunities. And it's like instead of saying they're being worried about what's to come, focus on where you are and love yourself through it all. If you're tired one day, it's okay. Sleep. Some of the most successful entrepreneurs and people in the world, successful in quotations, will literally work at 4 a.m. and sleep until like 12. I listened to like a podcast with, I think it was like the AP, like the APL founder or something. He, mm-hmm. he does that. So it's like make your life work for you and don't compare yourself to people. Just take inspiration from things that are appealing to you from their videos and apply it to your life how you want to. So that's like my TED I talk. Love I love that. <laughs> but I kind of want to do a TED talk, but that's oh my gosh. Day. <laughs> you should. You should do a TED. I don't even know how to be on a TED talk. I don't know. Okay, so my school like put me to posting and I almost applied it. And then I was like, I don't even know what I want to talk about. I'm like, I'll come back to this. I feel like literally what you said at the end was so inspiring. And I know a lot of people are gonna oh. take away from that. Like the that like obviously we both do certain like content that fits i guess in the that girl trend but it's and it's like it's sad to me how the that girl trend has become so mainstream in the sense that it's this like super overly productive lifestyle that people are trying to force their lives to look like i wish it was just how it's supposed to be and it's literally doing things that make you feel like your best self um but i love how you have your like little spin of it and take of it and your content definitely shows that so it's doing big things (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for being on the podcast by the way um before we go where can my listeners find you Okay, so I recently changed all my socials. So it's now all under my own name. Used to be under something else. But you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at Alana Bloomberg, A-L-L-A-N-A-B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G. And you can listen to my podcast, Morning Ray. Ray is spelled R-A-E, but I'm sure if you search my name, it will come up anyways. So that's where you can find me. And thanks so much for having me on the pod. Of course. Thanks for coming on. And last thing, it's so random because before I met you in New York, like I want to say it was a little bit under a year ago. I'd actually just randomly found your podcast on Spotify and I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. And then (laughs) Mia was like, wait, Alana's like in New York and we're going to get coffee. And I was like, wait, I feel like the name's so familiar. And then I looked you up and I was like, wait, I listened to your podcast. So that was so crazy how that all worked. I didn't even tell you that because I forgot that happened. But I just remembered it. I was like, wait, that's so crazy. I love oh it. <laughs> full circle moment. And now we're full we are circle. Now we're recording together. So. Yes, I love it. I love how it works. <laughs> but oh my goodness, have the best day, girl. Thanks for coming on. Before you go, make sure you leave this podcast a nice review. It really helps me a lot. And 
go ahead and tag me in your stories listening to the podcast. Maybe you're on your hot girl walk or maybe you're just listening from your work. Wherever you are, I love to see you listening and it makes my day when you guys send me sweet messages about the episodes and how they helped you. Have the best day, my gorgeous queen. I'm so grateful for you. Grateful you're in this community and I will see you next week. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.